Hello and welcome back to the Gold Podcast. I'm Helena Beer, Gold's editor, and I am joined by my co-host and Gold's assistant editor, Isabella O'Brien. How are you doing? And happy publication day. Happy publication day indeed. I'm very well, thank you. And for full transparency, we are recording this a little ahead of time, but hopefully we have just shared a new magazine with you all, which features an interview with today's guest, who is Mina Macker, Senior Vice President, Global Cardiovascular, Renal and Metabolism at AstraZeneca. It certainly does. And I'm sure it will all run very smoothly for publication. It's a brilliant issue, even if we do say so ourselves. And we're really looking forward to sharing an exclusive audio teaser of Mina's interview today on the podcast. But first, what else can people find in this issue, Isabel? Well, um, I'd say we have a really diverse range of features this time around, a few focusing on medical affairs, so including a look into the world's first medical affairs master's course, which is very interesting. Then there's some others for the marketeers, so harnessing the power of digital KOLs, to name one. And there's also plenty of innovation and patient pieces for good measure. So yeah, lots to get stuck into. Yeah, lovely range. I especially like that medical affairs master's course feature, looking at industry academia collaboration, really interesting. Interesting. Um, and on the marketing front, we can't forget that cover feature too. You wrote about Elon Musk's Twitter takeover that led pharma marketers to quit the platform. Yes, the Eli Lilly tweet that sent pharma flying. Check out the magazine for my analysis of whether this is a smart or misguided move by the industry. Um, so lots to get stuck into for Gold's 26th issue. Um, but let's get back to the podcast and hear from Mina Macker. Let's. So to give you all a bit of background, Mina Macker is Senior Vice President, Global Cardiovascular, Renal and Metabolism, or CVRM, um, at AstraZeneca. In this role, he is focused on addressing the unmet needs in four interrelated disease areas, metabolism, heart failure, cardiovascular disease and renal diseases. And he's helping to drive AstraZeneca's ambition to stop, reverse and cure these chronic diseases. He began his 30-year career in healthcare as a pharmacist, but joined pharma early on in pursuit of impacting patients at scale. He has held roles across medical affairs, sales, marketing and market access over the course of his lengthy career in the pharma industry. Indeed, Mina is a very respected and purpose-driven leader within the industry, and it was great to sit down and have an in-depth discussion with him, from which you are about to hear a couple of clips from. Let's hear what he had to say. So, for my first question, we always like to kick off this interview getting a bit of context about how someone found themselves in the industry. So, following the completion of your pharmacy degree and three years actually practicing as a pharmacist, what inspired you to start a career in the pharma industry and how did that training help you on the career path? You know, I, I realized pretty early on after three years in pharmacy that I was inspired and, and motivated by a couple of key things. One was those moments of interactions with patients where you really made a difference. And the second was just a fascination with the business, the industry um, in general. And so pharmaceuticals became kind of the logical place to go to experience both. And so that's the combination of the business coupled with the impact on patients was what drove me into pharmaceuticals and I've never looked back. And what about that second part to the question? Is there anything from being a pharmacist that you think potentially helped you in your career in pharma? Yeah, 
for sure. Um, you know, a lot of my roles have really required a lot of understanding of the science. And, you know, I look at my recent, um, this recent role where I moved into cardiovascular, metabolic and, and renal and, you know, a new area for me, I'd worked a lot in respiratory and CNS and, and other areas, the ability to really understand the science quickly, um, the ability to understand the patient's perspective easy, um, because that was a big part of my role as a pharmacist in so many different ways, the way to approach problem solving, the way to approach understanding process and so forth. In many ways, it's been a, it's been a tremendous help for me. Absolutely. That makes total sense. So for my next question, this is all about unmet patient needs and bringing Mm -hmm. medicines to people who have limited options. And I guess what I want to ask is, why is this such a passion project for you? A lot of people have different motivations. What's yours? Yeah, so it goes back to the reason I came into this industry to begin with, which is all about making an impact on patients with scale, right? And I think about the role that I'm in now leading our global um, CVRM organization and and all of the incredible work that we're doing around changing lives of cardiovascular, renal, and metabolic patients. And you think about the unmet need in CVRM, probably as much or more than almost any other disease, the gap between current care and what really is the right way to manage these patients is wide. 50% of heart failure patients die within five years. Um, CKD patients that are stage three and beyond, the vast majority are still undiagnosed, undertreated. The overlap between heart failure, CKD, diabetes, obesity is significant. Um, And a lot of our therapies don't address multiple areas um, and the interconnectivity between all of these diseases in these patients. And so I'm really excited about the CVRM portfolio that we're building because I think it's probably broader than or as broad as as anyone else in this industry across um, cardiovascular, heart failure, CKD, metabolic, and so forth. And so there's so much great work happening, identifying the underlying disease drivers, identifying the right targeted precision therapies that really address multiple organs that these patients are struggling with. Um, And I think the ambition that we one day not only stop, but we reverse and cure cardiovascular disease. Um, there's nothing more, right, um, engaging and just more exciting about what we're doing every day. I completely understand that. And I suppose on the one hand, pharma is creating treatments for patients, but it is also incredibly important to get that patient perspective into everything that you're doing. Translate patient insights into action is something that we talk about at Goal quite a lot. So what role do you and your team play in championing the patient perspective? Yeah, I think it's in, I think over the years, it's really broadened our view of how we can help patients more. It used to be maybe it's a molecule, it's getting a medicine to market, but now we're relentless in trying to understand the patient journey and what is specifically, how is that patient dealing with the disease that they're carrying? How are they engaging with the healthcare system? What does that mean for um, the indications we need to pursue? What does that mean for the way we um, put the delivery 
um, to make it, what does it mean in terms of the access and the access support that we provide for that patient? What does it mean from a diversity perspective? You know, we have a lot of precision medicines now that we're developing, for example, PNPLA3 and NASH that addresses Hispanic and Asian populations that tend to carry that um, genetic marker more than others. And really thinking about, are we understanding the patient wholly, whether it's from a diversity perspective, um, whether it's from an affordability and access perspective, whether it's from the way they want to engage with their physician and their healthcare provider and the support we need to provide, really understanding that patient journey and understanding where it is that we can step in and really make a difference, not only with the medicine, but with everything else that we wrap around that medicine um, is a, an area now of significant um, effort from us. And, and I'm really proud of what the team has been doing. You know, every patient is going to be different. And, and are, you real, are you recognizing all of the patients that could benefit from your medicine? Because once you start to look at a population, for example, like, you know, heart failure, it's very diverse or chronic kidney disease, very diverse. Um, and are you really able to address the majority of the patient's needs? Right? And that's, that's a big part of where we spend our time now. Absolutely. So we touched a little bit on it at the start, and that was leadership. So I want to ask you about leadership now. And the question is, what is the key to effectively managing a department and leading innovation to deliver life-changing medicines? Yeah, so for me, leadership is, is about probably three or four things. First, it has to start with authentic leadership. It has to be, and, and that's an area I, I really focus on, which is you know, making sure your teams feel the authenticity of um, the leadership that I provide, feeling empowered and encouraged to constantly be innovating, taking risk, feeling safe to take risks. Um, the second is really around encouraging strong curiosity. I, I'm a curious person and I want everybody that is working within CVRM to be as curious because that's the only way we really ask the right questions and challenge the right thinking. And the third is really a healthy urgency to move with speed. We, we have a, a privilege to be in the positions that we're in to help the number of patients that we can. And with that comes responsibility to act with a lot of speed and urgency. So for me, it's always been about authentic leadership, strong curiosity, and a real healthy urgency to, to move with speed to solve a lot of these difficult challenges that I think we can really make a, an impact on and, and really change a lot of lives with. Great to hear Mina's perspective on some of those important issues there. Particularly interesting to hear his thoughts on how farmers' approach to channeling the patient perspective is evolving for the better. Yeah, absolutely. His discussion of that and his passion for tackling unmet needs were really, really inspiring. And likewise, his belief in authentic leadership. Absolutely. Well, I'm afraid that's all we have time for today. Thank you to Mina for joining us and for you to tuning in to episode two of our new season. We'll be back next week with another brilliant interview. Yes, very much looking forward to it. We'll see you then. Bye for now. <laughs>